Welcome to this week's episode of Spread and Bread, brought to you by The Unintentional. John and I once again crack a bottle of wine. We recap week twos, picks, and parlays. We also cover week threes, lines, parlays, make some locks. And we talk Mariah Carey, and kids, listen up, what you can do to get your dad to buy you a car. And now, The Unintentional presents Spread and Bread. John, welcome back. Week three, spread and bread. Good evening. A little different setup this time. Yeah, a little different. So for those listening, we, in the past two weeks, we used to, we each had a mic, we each had a headset and... Looked official. It did. It made us feel, it made me feel professional. This makes us feel like we're just in a small room talking. Yes, and it is small. It is small. So um, sound may sound a little bit different this week. We'll adjust it hopefully on the back end so it doesn't sound too bad. Uh, some exciting news over the past week. We are now on Apple Podcasts. Oh, yes. I thought that was pretty cool. It is cool. Absolutely. Uh, to, just to let everyone know, it's really not that difficult. You just have to <laughs> submit your podcast and have an RSS feed, which SoundCloud gives you. And they check it to make sure there's no copyright infringement. Or hate. Or hate. That is part of it. Yep. Any violent stuff. Um, so we had to do a lot of editing. It got, it got, uh, it re- they reviewed it and approved it in three hours, I think, and it was up with, it took me a half a day. Huh. So Apple Podcasts, so if you haven't already subscribed, please uh, give us a five-star five rating, leave a review if you could, spread the word. Yep. If you have an iPhone and you're on Apple Podcasts, the bottom right when you're playing, when you're listening to it, there's three dots. Click the three dots and click share, and then you can send it via mail, message, text message, whatever. Email, not physical mail. No, not physical mail. That'd be interesting. Your dad might want a My, physical yes. mail. Dick Rawl may want a physical mail. We'll get him some stamps. As always, you can email us. We had a couple emails. Oh. I want to say this. We'll cover listeners' questions and comments. I want to make sure that they understand if, if you're going to email us, we're going to use your name on this podcast. Yes. We, we won't this week. Oh. We'll be vague. But going forward, we will. Okay. Okay, because we did have a couple we'll talk about at the end here when we get over the, when we get to that point, the segment of the pod. If you will, and I will. So email is spreadandbread at gmail.com. Again, Twitter at spreadandbread. Instagram at spreadandbread. Should be pretty easy to remember. Lots of spread and bread. As always, sponsorship uh, opportunities are available. Yes. So if you'd like to sponsor whatever kind of business you have, we'd love to take your money and give your name some and business some recognition. Absolutely. Which brings us to the bottle of wine segment of the pod. Oh, the favorite part. Yes. It was my, it was my night. For uh, the wine choice, I went with the red blend. Good choice. It's called 19 Crimes. The nice thing or the cool thing about this this wine, which a little on his knee. Good thing they're all jeans. A little on his knee. That's right. Better than none. So this will this would be better if this was a visual. But so 19's Crime in the label, there is a there's a person, and there's an app that goes with the wine. So you open up the app. Let's see if this will pick up on the mic here. And so each bottle of wine that you buy, because they have different flavors. 
and this is not working. You take, you open your app, and you put it in front of the label of the guy. Convicted of crime 18. Spurred the hangman's noose. Banished to Australia. I found true love in the most unlikely of places. There you go. So well, kind of cool. Don't you know? It keeps going. So I mean, obviously, it's, we're not going to kill a lot of time doing that, but... Okay. So interesting. So 19 crimes. So uh, 19 go check crimes. it out. Let's, Very cool app. Let's see how it sounds. As always, delicious. Sounds good. Good choice with the blend as we have cooled down here in Wisconsin. I was actually going to go for a white tonight. Just a little end of the summer celebration. Well, it is the last pod before summer. Yeah. But I decided on this. It's um, Yeah. Good choice. We'll see how it tastes. I, love, I like it. I've, I, to be honest, I have had it before. Well, that's not fair. I know, sorry. Yeah, pretty good. Okay. Pretty, pretty good. Well, let's, uh, as we did last week, let's let's recap the Packers game. Oh, okay. We started with that last week, right? Before we got we, into the, we did the gambling recap. Yes. Any thoughts? I'm sure there's plenty. Well, yeah, that was an interesting game. Very interesting ending. Not the way either sides would have wanted it. Um. You know, from Green Bay's end of it, Rodgers looked okay despite having a banged-up knee. They protected him, for the most part, pretty well, I think. Did you hear, uh, do you listen to Bill Simmons? Uh, yes. Did you hear his theory? That, he that he's got a torn ACL. Yes, that he has a torn ACL. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I, I don't buy that. I, I think it's interesting, though, that they came out and said that he was not, he, would, he came back that Monday night game. Was it Monday night? Yeah. Yeah. Monday or Sunday. Yeah. Sunday, Sunday night game, Sunday. the first game. Yes, that he came back because they said he could not do any more damage to it, and now they're talking about how he's worried it's so it's going to get worse and like something is not adding up. I'm not saying he's got a torn ACL. I think that would be a very big. I don't like Simmons' theories that three people know about it. Yeah, I don't think that's the case at all. Yeah. I think if he's got a torn ACL, the the logic is I can't hurt it anymore. It's torn. Let me play. I'll fix it when the season's over. But he'd be the first guy ever to play with a torn ACL, wouldn't he? For an entire year, yes, but like Philip Rivers did it in a playoff game. People have done it. Well, yeah, but Philip Rivers doesn't move. I, I'm just, it's, <clears throat> I, I think more than that has, there are more examples than that that people play with a torn ACL. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not saying I do, I think it is happening. Yeah. But I brought it up I, and I think that it would be, if, if it happened, I would not be shocked. Yeah, but you, you like the conspiracy. Yes, I do. So, I, anyways, continue your. I, I, um, yeah. So, um, overall, um, you know, it was it was a obviously a very entertaining game. Green Bay, um, offensively struggled obviously at the end to close out where they should have without Rodgers tripping and fumbling and dropping the ball. Yep, that seals the deal. Obviously, the Clay Matthews thing is pretty important there too. I'm shocked, I, and I wrote this down. I'm shocked that the NFL came out and said that that was a penalty. I don't understand how that's a penalty. Well, like he literally had the ball and he had him on the, around the waist. Well. Um, the I think the theory behind that is is well this is a new precedent so we have to believe in it and so we're True. trying to stress yeah. the point and they're going to use it as a teaching moment to watch yeah well, they've asked any player and they're like I don't see it yeah everybody that's been interviewed on national radio or TV are like I have no idea yeah SVP had Von Miller on and Von Miller was like I have no idea he's like and yeah and what he said was I just go for the ball every time yeah huh? and that makes sense right but um you know if that doesn't happen you know there's an interesting stat about uh, cousins. 
you, you take away he had four touchdowns and one interception, like four hundred yards. Yeah. You that's that turns into an interception. Yeah, all yeah. of a sudden he's two hundred eighty yards yeah. or two hundred eighty and three interceptions or three touchdowns, yep. two interceptions. So his stats look a lot different. Yep. I think you know, where where the Packers messed up was they had their worst defensive backs on their receivers at, at the wrong times. Sure. When Diggs was covered by Jackson and Alexander, I saw a stat earlier, they gave up um, two catches for six yards when Jackson and Alexander were on Diggs. That's okay. pretty impressive. Yeah, very. But when House was there, yeah. he got burned for that long one on Diggs. And, he, and even that last touchdown catch to Thielen, I mean, that was, I think... That was crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Unbelievable concentration. They, they caught it. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, Cousins... Played okay. He didn't do anything to really impress me. This is kind of the way he is. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It was just uh, obviously they had to get rid of their stupid kicker. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. I'm amazed that you know what they spent a fifth round draft pick on him and they just yeah. cut him. I, I get it. It's you have he to. missed a bunch, but you know I obviously we're three. This is our third week. You can easily tell by listening to us after week one that we're Packer fans. So I'm not going to say that it was. I've kind of said that the, there was there was bad calls both ways. Like they got a, Vikings got screwed on a bad rough in the passer call too. I thought I didn't think it was a rough in the passer, but there was you know two pass interference calls that they missed. They missed one on Graham, big one, on Graham. and then two calls later they called Devonte Adams for one. Yep, and then that holding call when Graham had that touchdown to me looked like that guy just fell over. Like or, or he got blocked he and then he just tripped them. and fell over. Yeah, it was, it was more like a pancake. So them. I think that that game really I, again. I don't think NFL's, NFL officials are the greatest. I think they're very, very bad. Yes. And I think it showed in this game a lot. So, yeah, I'll come across as a homer sounding like that yeah. we should have won because of that. But right. there was a huge, those calls were such huge calls. Like those two yeah. PIs, I mean, that's your series and you're on your own, right. you know, in your own territory. Yeah. The grand one was a touchdown. I mean, that's a, that's a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, you know, I think you'll, you, I, they're, they're both pretty, not even, but I think Green Bay's offense played pretty darn well, considering. And the running backs actually played better than I thought they would have. Williams and and even Montgomery, which I'm surprised I'm even saying that uh, against uh, Minnesota's d- defense. But um, you know, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens eleven games or eleventh week when they play Minnesota. Um, you know, it goes back. Everyone talked about how the last number of games Minnesota's had Green Bay's record, but when Rodgers is starting to finish a game. Zimmer is now two, four, and one. Oh, really? So if Rogers starts and finishes, yeah. he's got Zimmer's number. Yep, for sure. So, so um, you know, we'll see if he's healthy the next time. I like their chances, too. All right. Any uh, other recaps for week two? I just kind of wrote a couple no- notes. Obviously, I, I thought Washington might be good. I was wrong. Uh, they're not. Well, we just know that Arizona's bad. Arizona's awful, yes. Uh, well, yeah, and the Redskins have, like, the number one ranked defense right now, yeah. which is crazy to think right. with the Rams and the Bears out there. The Texans may suck as well. Uh, the Bills and Cardinals are awful. They are the two worst teams by far. I don't think we've ever seen... T- I, as bad as Cleveland was, or has been, I don't know if there's... I've ever seen... Like, I think that Arizona's had, like, two plays in the red zone this, in two games. Yeah. That's awful. The, uh, again, how Sam Bradford is getting paid near $20 million a year. Yeah. That is just crazy. He's got to be done soon. Uh, I think the Buccaneers look good. Fitzpatrick better keep his job. I don't know what'll happen. Yeah. Oh, my but, gosh. I think Deshaun Jackson might shoot somebody. Yeah. If, if anyone who hasn't seen the... Uh, Post inter- post game interview of Fitzpatrick, go watch it. Find it. Did you see it? Yes. I mean, if you go haven't find seen it, it and watch where, it, where it's, you've been it's hilarious. That is the funniest thing. And then I just and, and the last thing I wrote was that I know the Rams are amazing, but the Chiefs look like their defense isn't great. But holy hell, they can score points. 
Chiefs defense is not, yeah not good, but Mahomes man he is uh, he is something else. He can definitely uh, throw the ball anywhere he wants to, and he can throw it as far as those fast receivers want to go. It's crazy so, uh, yeah. Any other fun. thoughts? Um, no, it was an interesting week overall from uh, underdog perspective. NFL under, underdogs were six seven and one straight up, but ten and four against the spread last week. So pretty good week for uh, underdogs. Um, from the Las Vegas Super Contest, which is like the big betting contest that goes on every year by a lot of the top uh, football bettors, the top five consensus picks were 0-5. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that tells you last week was a pretty... How was Kansas City not a top five consensus pick? That's just, well, because they felt like Pittsburgh at home was was still a, a you decent bet. You know, bet. that's crazy to me because that when we did that, when we did our the podcast last week, Wednesday night, it was plus four. Mm-hmm. That thing closed at... Five and a half, Pittsburgh. I don't know how people were just pounding Pittsburgh. Yeah, the top five picks were the Houston was a pick em Okay, at the time when they, they lock it in, I think on a Friday. Uh, New York was plus three. Uh, yep. Pittsburgh minus four. New England minus one. And Philly minus three and a half. All failed to cover overall. And then there's a gold, which is the next step down. It's just a lesser entry. The top five went one and four with that. Okay. With Green Bay being the only winner. And at the time when they locked it in, Green Bay was plus seven. Wow. Okay. Uh, so before we get back into more gambling, I just want just because we were kind of just talking about the games week two, we'll do our thirty seconds right now for fantasy. Just since we're in, we're recapping week two, I'm going to start. This is my thirty seconds. This is why I hate fantasy football. John and I were both involved in two games in, in our fantasy league, and the four four the four teams that were involved in our two games had the four highest total points. Yep. And John lost, and I lost. Yes. And the two teams that had the worst two points. One of them won. They played each other. Oh, so super. Uh, our scores were like in the 130 to 150 range, and Thurs beat Kamke 98 to 90. Oh, and God. that's why I hate fantasy football. <laughs> yeah, I played Mike, uh, Mike Rosh. Hi, Mike. And uh, he had Mahomes, but I had Roethlisberger. So mm. that worked out. He uh, he just happened to have a couple other guys that played, and I happened to bench guys that I shouldn't have. So that's fantasy. True. Good talk. Okay, so let's get into the gambling recap here. From week two. And I'm going to have a recap with John first, because John and I had a text text messages on Sunday back and forth about kind of the lines in Green Bay game and stuff like that. Yeah. So when we do these lines, when we do these the spreads and stuff, these is, this is what we're telling the listeners what we think based on the lines that we get. doesn't necessarily mean that that's what we gamble on on Sunday, but that's what our records are going to be based on. Okay, so when we pick 16 games on a Wednesday, the listeners hear these 16 games, they know what we picked against that spread. So when we picked the, the Minnesota Green Bay game last week, Green Bay was favored by one. Not on the place that we've used before. But that's the line we were going on. We went well, on that line. It was a lot of ifs. Okay. Assumptions. Well, so I marked you down as that's a loss an, on that one. asterisk. I just want to let you know. I think that should just be a wash. Okay. Well, I don't think it matters for your, rec- for your record. No. John well, had a rough week. Well, absolutely. Well, yeah. But the stats just told you the top five consensus pick. In the and not that I am in the that level, right? But the top five picks in Las Vegas for all the top betters lost. So here was a recap of the week, which meant those are the ones that you picked. Um, probably. Well, I so I actually didn't do bad. So you went three and thirteen, or if you want to say four and twelve, four based and 12. on what you did for the Green Bay, four and twelve, whatever. I went nine and seven. Yep. Or eight and eight. Well, yeah, I guess yeah. If you do the Green Bay one, yeah. The coin. I so I flipped the coin after the pod. The coin went six and ten. Um. When Tanya asked me how the podcast went on Thursday, so I said, oh, we're going to do the coin toss thing, whatever. She goes, oh, can I pick some games too? I'm like, all right, have at it. So she picked some games and she went eight and seven. Yeah. 
Well, I'm sure she did a lot of homework. So, everyone get your wallet out. Uh, interesting, now I'm going off again at Green Bay. You lost the Green Bay pick and I won that. Divisional games last week, you were 0-8. Yep. I was 4-4. Four and four. So needless to say, we all came crashing back down to earth. Yes. Um, and gambling-wise, most mostly because Jay Powell came crashing back down to earth. His inflated head got to him. Yeah, and it started with the Thursday night game. Yeah. So he took the uh, under in the Thursday night game, and I think the over hit at halftime, or pretty yeah. close to it. Thanks, Jay Powell. So we lost. We did our thing again. We did a $30 parlay and teaser. We did a $10 parlay Unit. teaser and a $10 parlay teaser. So we lost all of it. We went two and... See, we almost won our first... We almost won the big parlay, but Jay Powell's pick of Philly. Oh. So to correct... Yeah, lost. Uh, so now... Jay Powell's. Oh, Jay Powell's. Yes. So to be fair here... On the pod, I gave out Washington as the parlay pick. I switched it before we bet, and I put in the Chargers minus eight, and the Chargers covered. So we were in two, we were in two and one, two and one on our first parlay, and we were zero and three on the second parlay, and one and two on the third parlay. So it was bad. And you guys did a, co- a college parlay on Saturday, went one and two. Two of those picks were Jay Powell's. I didn't pick one. Jay Powell went zero and two. <laughs> so Jay Powell's, like I said, Jay Powell's back on earth. Jay Powell, we love you. Hopefully your pick tonight. Hot out the gates week one. Isn't tumbling back down week two. Completely sh- shit. Which brings me to my next, po- <laughs> my next point. Hornybrook is awful. Oh. Hornybrook is so wow. awful. You know, I don't, I, wa- I do not, you know me, I do not watch college football, but I watch the Badgers, that's it. Yeah. He's terrible. He is the reason, I, Chris was a part of that game too, but it's amazing, like there's just, it's done. Like your season's over. Oh yeah, this is but this is ha- what happens every year. Usually, Usually it happens later in the later season. in the year, and then you build it up. Now it's like, well, okay, now we just know that uh, the Badgers are going to be playing for the Outback Bowl, and they're going to surprise oh, somebody God. along the way. And it used to be where, and I thought this as a kid, even when you watched a left-handed quarterback throw, it, they always looked like they th- like threw smoother than most people. Yeah, like they it's yeah. just the way they Same, the shooting most, basketball. Yeah. Everyone says left-handed basketball shooters. Yep, like they show, sure. and you're like, God, it just looks good. Like Steve Young. Boomer Esiason was even like a smooth thrower, uh, you know, whatever. You look at Hornybrook, it looks like it's a struggle. He's, I, it's awful. And, and they say, oh, his arm has gotten stronger. It's gotten stronger, but he still looks like it's a struggle to throw. And, uh, it's, and uh, you know, the kicker missed it. He's made way more many kicks than he's missed in big situations. Yep. I don't feel bad. I mean, I feel bad that, he, that it happened to him, but it's not his fault that yeah. they were in that position. It was BYU for Christ's sake. Yeah, and just for, so everyone knows... Or if they have a comment right now where they're thinking, oh, you shouldn't pick on uh, college kids. Uh, screw that. And at some point, we'll probably get to high school kids. So, <laughs> yeah, just very quickly. Fair warning. It's almost basketball fair season. Fair warning. <laughs> okay, anything else from the college slate or any other week two? Otherwise, we'll get to the uh, week three lines and picks. Yeah, that's about it. Okay, so week three lines. Again, I checked these Bovada as of 6 p.m. tonight. <clears throat> these are going to be our picks, what we're going to go off of as far as record-wise. Make sense? Yep. We may pick these and change them in our parlays, but this is what we're going to give you. We'll obviously update you in next week. Thursday night game, we've got a doozy. The New York Jets at the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland is favored by three. Well, I think this is actually a better, more entertaining game than it would have looked maybe. They both don't look bad. Yeah. They both don't look as bad as they normally have. Right. I think, you know, there's excitement behind Darnold. Cleveland has been so close. They should have won last week. They should have won the week before because of their kicker. Yep. In both cases, which is now gone in, in those situations. Um, you know, Taylor didn't play awesome, but he didn't play terrible. He made a huge throw at the end of the game last week to, to score that touchdown. 
I, you know, it's going to be in Cleveland. Darnold didn't look great last week at all, really, against the Dolphins. They they played him pretty tough. Um, was it uh, last last twelve games as dogs of three and more? The Jets are eight three and one against the spread. I think is what I read, okay. which is pretty pretty impressive. It's so hard to. I was you know, I was just looking real quick through Odd Shark and looking at any yeah. trends like that. Yeah. And every time I come across Cleveland, and I said it last week, I'm like, I'm not even looking at that because yeah. they've been so awful that you can't. They're you know, they're bad against everything for the most a, part. Yeah. Well, and, uh, yeah. Especially straight up, obviously straight up. But, but the but the you know that was on the Jets side mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. Cleveland. Cleveland, you can't throw. I mean, they're yeah, yeah. they're one thirty two and one right last four, 34 games. Yeah. But with that being said, their their defense has played pretty damn well overall. Um, I I'm this is going to be more of a lean. I just think gut feeling. I think they're going to open those fridges tomorrow night, and it's going to be beer flying out of those things in Cleveland. And oh, I think geez. Cleveland wins this. I think they, they, I think they actually, it's at what three minus three. Yep. Yeah. I think it's they. They get four points. They win by four. Okay. Um. Well, we'll, we'll might as well start off the same way we did last yep. week, right? Yep. I'm taking. Uh. I'll take the Jets. At this point, I'm just saying it because Cleveland has got to win at some point. Do they? Yes. They have enough talent. I, the only reason I don't want them to win. One of the, I guess, I mean, I guess I really don't care either way. I'd like to see Mayfield at some point. Yeah. I'd like to see Baker Mayfield come in. Tyrod, I mean, whatever. Tyrod Taylor, it's, it is. It's Tyrod. Tyrod. Yes, it is Tyrod. I know. As, as I'm saying Tyrod, I'm like, I know it's not Tyrod, but Tyrod. Uh, all right. John takes Cleveland. I got, okay. So I take the Jets. Um, all right. Huge spread. Biggest spread of the week. Buffalo at Minnesota. Minnesota by 17. Yeah. Uh, let's see what my notes said on this one. It was oh that Minnesota will cover this. It's pretty straightforward. I, I this is uh, Buffalo is awful. The Chargers should have won by more. I think they just yeah, laid, for they, sure they laid off yep. on that game. It's going to be at home, which will be not great for um, Buffalo, uh, Minnesota. Even playing overtime, I, I I heard a stat the other day uh, that teams that are coming off of an overtime win. And playing away are so this applies more to Green Bay, are 0 13 straight up, last thirteen, coming off a tie. Oh, well. Oh. I thought you said overtime coming off a win. Overtime coming off of a tie? Coming off a tie. Oh. Ugh. So, All right. Well. So well, anyways, but that doesn't apply to this. Yeah. Um, applies to the next one. Applies to the next one. Um, but so plain and simple, I think Minnesota covers, I think it's pretty easy. I think this is even where they cover they cover and it even hits the under. So the under, I think the under, which is what we said, like that Rams Raiders yeah, game. I think it's forty one, and or forty, and I think it's under, and they still, you know, it's a tw- it's a thirty one to seven game. And the over under is forty one. Yeah, did you say forty one? Yeah. It's forty one. Okay, I, I was guessing. Okay, yeah, forty one. I will take. I'm taking Minnesota as well, just because Buffalo's awful. There's, I'm, you're going to sense a trend here. I, I've got. There's a bunch of games that I'm just. I'm taking these teams because the way it's gone the first two weeks, and I'm going to ride them until. Until I can't ride them anymore. So, based on our two numbers, whatever Minnesota is two and zero against the spread, but Buffalo's, I, I think Buffalo's zero and two against the spread as well. But I'm taking Minnesota. But this is one of these games that I would not be surprised if Minnesota was up twenty three points, and then Buffalo just got a garbage touchdown at the with under a minute, and it was sixteen. Yeah, like just a complete awful backdoor cover. Right. So that's just one of my maybe worth teasing up to like twenty three and a half. Oh, this is. <laughs> Yeah, that I mean, this is totally this is totally one of these teams. Or down to ten, sorry. Yeah, for sure. Next game, as I said, uh, Green Bay is favored by three at Washington. Yeah, um, Washington, like we just talked about early on. So they beat Arizona the first week. 
that was that doesn't mean anything. That's a, that's that is completely like, irrelevant. That's like beating bu- Buffalo, right? Completely irrelevant. Um, the Colts came in and beat them up pretty good. I mean, they did whatever they wanted to for the most part. It seemed like, and you know, Green Bay obviously their game is what it is. Yeah, they're gonna have to travel. Uh, they didn't practice today. They gave them another day of rest, basically, after that overtime game. Um, Washington, they had like 50-some thousand people at their home opener. So there was like 20,000 less in capacity. Oh, geez. So not good from a from a crowd standpoint. They're predicting that it could be like a 50% or more Packer uh, contingency at the game. So it's going to be like a home game for Green Bay. Contingency, I like that. Oh, that was know, nice. You know, throwing the big words in at this late at night is not bad. Uh, so despite that trend of Owen teams being uh, coming off a tie on the road, 0-13 straight up, I think Green Bay is just the better team, even though Alex Smith is, you know, he's a dink and dunker and, and can get them there. And they're, Washington's defense, I think it's just hard to tell how good they are. I'm going to take Green Bay in this game. I'm taking Green Bay as well. Uh, spoiler alert: Where we, you rise, what we're doing, right? You saw the text tonight. Yes. Did you see the first pick, Jay Paul's first pick yes. of the parlay? Yes. Yeah. So Jay Paul's, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves, but Jay Paul's parlay, parlay pick is the Packers minus three. Oh, I hope he's right this week. So we're jumping. We're on the. We're jumping on the bandwagon with Jay Paul in this one. I, the only thing I worry, not the only thing I worry about, but you know. Dinkin, you were saying, Dinkin, Alex Smith, Dinkin Duncan. Thompson might have 15 catches. Yeah. Well, that's where. Yeah, 13 think, last week. I mean, this is. The, I just feel like we just. we Packers always open it up to those running backs out of the backfield. Like, this is where they two play. Yards, three yards, two like yards, three Josh yards, three yards. Jackson on them. And they don't play a linebacker because they don't have a linebacker that can cover them. So. I, uh, he's not, I mean, he doesn't throw it on field. Like, I no. hope we're smart enough to understand like yeah. what Smith has been doing. Yeah. So. He did it once, and that was to try and get a contract, and it worked. And then he didn't do it again. Yeah. He's screaming in fantasy right now. Enough about fantasy. Yeah, sorry, my bad. I had like two seconds left over. Denver at Baltimore. Baltimore is favored by five and a half. This started at five, so it's gone up a little, just a half a point. But Denver at Baltimore, Baltimore five and a half. <sighs> you know, I was leaning on this one towards um, towards Denver just because they've, they've come back and, you know, they beat Seattle. They won last week at the buzzer against... The Raiders, which I'm sure you weren't very happy about. Didn't uh, watch one second of the game. No. <laughs> Wasn't exactly sober on Sunday. Well, I can imagine. <laughs> um, the Broncos are 2-0 this year after only winning five games last year, so that's pretty good. Um, but they're they're one and nine straight up and they're in their last ten, and one and nine against the spread in the last ten road games. Uh Baltimore played a tough division game last week. Right, so they, yep. they and they had their chances, and then they kind of threw it away towards the end of the game, and they almost got close to a backdoor cover on that one, too. Um, I think um, Baltimore's defense is is better one than what it showed last week. Denver has the advantage early on because their two home games were at home. They had two their first two games were at home. That altitude is always a killer for opposing teams sure so so i think there's a little bit of noise within that those two wins that they had sure they played great i just think um baltimore gets a little bit longer break they have so they have a you know two extra days of rest and i think baltimore wins this and they cover so again i will uh i'm gonna go or i'm gonna go denver on this one this is the one that you're gonna ride yeah i i just don't baltimore 
played bu- Buffalo in the first week. Whatever, that's, again, relevant game. They got beat by Cincinnati. Granted, it was a Thursday night game, which they're typically sloppy. I, you know, I just don't, I've never been impressed with the Baltimore team. I just haven't. And I, it's, there's teams that I just don't like. Maybe this is a, I don't like you game. So I'm just, and, well, I don't like Denver either, but right. I just, I when I saw this line and I saw Denver was getting that many points, I know it's on the road. I just, I immediately was Denver. Give me Denver. I, this is one that I would be tempted to put as to bet the money line on Denver to win the game. I just, I just think five and a half is way too much for Denver. So I take, I'm taking Denver. Okay. This next game, I had no idea what to do with this next game. I saw this. This was prop. There's two games this week that I, that I did not, I couldn't write an answer down for right away. And this was one of them. I just didn't know. Uh, it's Indy at Philly, and Philly is minus six and a half. And the reason I didn't like uh, Wentz is back. So I just, it's such an unknown. I don't know what, you don't know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. Jaya is out, which maybe doesn't throw off their game plan too much because they just use running back after running back after running back. Yep. They got no receivers. They got Aguilar, that's it. And they signed Matthews back, who they cut. Mm-hmm. So I don't, it's either, either Wentz is going to come out and everyone's gonna be like, this is why everyone loves Wentz. He's amazing. This is great. I can't, you know what I mean? Or he's just going to be sloppy as hell. And I think there's always a threat that... Andrew Luck can come out and just pick you apart and throw for 400 yards and four touchdowns and and Indy could win this whatever. Mm-hmm. That being said, again, I, like I told you, I had no idea what I wanted to do with this game, but I went Philly. Okay. <laughs> just because I still don't know, I still don't know if Indy's any good. Again, Luck's yeah. you know he's been out for so long, but I I'm gonna trust Wentz even though I don't know if I should. Yeah. I, and I, I I felt the same way. I think that I think one other thing that's kind of lost in there a little bit too is Frank Reich is going back so there's some familiarity right because he was an offensive coordinator for the Eagles um, worked with Wentz and all those guys Matthews coming back interesting stat about Matthews and Carson Wentz um, when Wentz was his completion percentage at throwing at receivers so Alshon Jeffries he had a 47 and a half percent completion percentage Nelson Aguilar 59.7 and Jordan Matthews was 62.4 so he's, he's maybe there's some comfort zone with Matthews being there. He's, um, you know, so maybe, you know, maybe that helps her, their banged up receiving core a little bit. Um, I, I think it's a game of, it's one of those where it's emotions where he comes on the field, the team is jacked up to have him back. You know, he played really well at home last year. He had 18 touchdowns, three interceptions. He was 10 and three uh, against the spread last year when he was their starter. And he had, they had seven double digit victories. Um, so I think, just from the sake of going with momentum and him coming back, I'm going with the Eagles as well. All right. Next game on the slate is San Francisco is at Kansas City. Kansas City is at, I'd like to, God, the spread opened at six and a half, and I was like, I'll oh, love it. And then, of course, Kansas City, everyone's pounding Kansas City. Now Kansas City is favored by seven. Yeah. Um, go ahead, I'll let you go first. Yeah, this is another one. I think it's just much like the previous game where um, there's just a lot to look at with this one. And and as you mentioned, if it was at six and a half, you might jump all over Kansas City because you say, okay, they can win by a, uh, a touchdown. I can see that happening. Now, the last, I think it's the last four trips on the road at, at, at um, Kansas City, the 49ers have been pretty bad. But that was before they had Shanahan and Garoppolo, obviously. They were dealing with, you know, 
whoever the hell their previous quarterbacks were, Gabbert and Kaepernick and whatever else, and, and their teams were not very good. KC's defense is not solid. They're one of the worst in the league. Their offense is top-notch. <clears throat> San Francisco, they won last week versus the Lions. They didn't play. They didn't win, obviously, against Minnesota, but they didn't look as bad as I, as I thought people said they did. Mm-hmm. It was still fairly close, and they were a couple big plays away from from uh, from winning. I think seven points is just too much. I, I, I think Casey wins this game. But I think San Francisco hangs around, and and it's a, it's a six or less point game. So I told you there's some of these. I have a bunch of teams that I'm riding until they prove me otherwise. This is. Prove me otherwise wrong. This is Kansas City's one of them. I will ride Kansas City until they, they're just, I mean, they've looked amazing. Seven mm-hmm. to me, seven points to me is nothing, I, especially at home. It's, did you see the over under in this game? 50 something. 57. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's a I, lot. I, it's obviously a noon game, the same as Green Bay Wash. I want, I got to find some place to get to watch this game. I, just to keep an eye on it, I think it's going to be. Fun. I think Kansas City's gonna be fun to watch all year, just because they're just putting up a ton of points. People are talking about is can Mahomes do that? You know, we'll get to Tampa Bay at some point. Can Mahomes keep doing this? Can Fitzpatrick keep doing this? At at this point right now, I don't know why he couldn't. Which, to me, I I mean, I don't. I wouldn't be shocked if San Francisco covered and they lost by four. Would you be shocked if Kansas City won by twenty? I think I mean, 20, just with that offense. With yeah, that offense, I I think twenty would be too much. I think Oof. I think San Francisco can can keep up. I think they're. I think Shanahan's just creative enough to find ways to score. I mean, you know, the Lions' defense is probably better than KC's, arguably, maybe, <laughs> maybe not. Let's I guess. About, let's forget about that Monday night yeah, opener. Forget that Monday night opener. But you know, the the San Francisco put up a fair amount of points. That uh, Breda, he had a a big run, so their running game opened up a little bit. So I don't know. It, it was one of those, not a coin flip, so to speak, but yeah. it was a close one. And, you know, I got to make up some ground on some of these picks, so maybe that's why I did it too. Because so, I figured you'd be riding Kansas City. Yeah, I'm going to. I will ride them all year. As long, I'll ride them as long as I can. Uh, next game is the Giants at Houston. Houston's favored by six. This was one I, I, I came back to. Um, I wrote it down right away. And this is, you know, this week you said this was on that, that super pool, that super whatever yeah. contest. Everyone had Houston. We were on Houston. You know, we were at, we were at Houston. We had, we had a, it was blocked, but we heard minus one. And it was at minus three. I think we got it at last week. And I don't know what the hell is going on. I don't know what's wrong. The Giants obviously looked at crap on Sunday night. Terrible. Which is why I put Houston down. I'm just waiting for this Deshaun Watson, Will Fuller, DeAndre Hopkins game where he throws for a ton of yards and each have two or three touchdowns. That's why I took Houston minus six. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going the same way on that one. Um, mainly because. Tennessee got out to a quick start, that 14-0, one of those being that fake punt touchdown. So their offense didn't really do a whole lot. And um, besides giving up that special teams touchdown, after that, Houston played pretty darn well. You know, They just dug themselves too deep of a hole. And I think this is their first game at home now. This is their home opener. The Giants lost a lineman on Sunday night. They threw... 14, how many catches does Barkley have? 14? I, I, 14 for 80 yards. I didn't see that or hear that. So they're amazing. just dumping it off to him. I mean, he's going he's gonna to be burnt out when he's you know five years from now because yeah. they're going to you know be used so much. Um, and Houston's defense is still pretty solid. I, I think this is a game where um, Watson breaks out, and then they'll win. I just 
Manning was so bad. Like, they're in trouble. They, now they're going to be kicking themselves if they didn't draft Darnold. Yeah, because yeah. they should have. Yeah, for sure. Or any other quarterback. Yeah. So this next game was the other game that I could not uh, pick right. I didn't pick right away. I just I looked at him like, I got to come back to this. New Orleans at Atlanta. Atlanta's favored by three. I'll say this now. This is I. I don't. This will tell me a lot about New Orleans. I think I just they've looked awful. They could very well be zero two. Probably should be if Cleveland had anyone of a decent kicker. I'm taking them because I can't imagine that this team with this offense can play like this forever. So this bad, this poorly. So I'll take them plus the three. But if they don't, if they lose this game, I'm I'm out. Like I'm not picking them anymore. Yeah, this will tell me something. I th- well, I think th- that's kind of the shocking start, right? They're like teams that go, you know, they're on that precipice of 0-2. Do teams make the playoffs? They obviously end up winning last week. Precipice, by the way, next big yeah. word. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, hey, you know. <laughs> and I haven't drank up until today. Uh, up until, <laughs> until, until right now. Um, so, New Orleans, interesting little stat. 6-0 and against the spread Last six games after two consecutive against spread losses. So they didn't cover against, obviously, uh, Tampa. Yep. They didn't cover last week. I think that it's just one of those where they're, they're common opponents. I think Breeze and them, will just, they, they have enough talent to score. Atlanta's lost, you know, two big pl- players on, on defense with Jones and Neal, safety in the linebacker. Um, and... Carolina had some chances too. They 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 hung in pretty close last mm-hmm. week and gave it up for a team that has no weapons to throw to it downfield. So um, I, I I like uh, I like New Orleans in this game as well. All right, next game on the slate. I was like to say on the slate. Oh, what was the phrase that I've used two weeks in a row? I can't remember. Docket. No, it was just a phrase. Oh, oh it'll come to me. Uh Cincinnati, speaking of things that I was one of one of the suggestions that we that I was told was we should say spread and bread more. Oh, so welcome back to spread and bread. Yeah, spread and bread. <laughs> spread and bread. Spread and bread. Halfway through our picks. Halfway through on spread and bread. Cincinnati at Carolina. Carolina is favored by minus three. A lot of minus three games this week. Oh, not four of them. Four out of the sixteen. Yeah, yeah. It's another. I'll let you go ahead and start. This is one that I would not want to watch at all. I, I don't like watching Cincinnati, and I don't, as I stated earlier in the uh, in our first episode, when I got criticized about certain quarterbacks, I don't like watching Carolina either. Um, I, I was only cheering for Carolina last week because I was rooting against, or wanting to cover against Atlanta. Um, Cincinnati will not have Mixon now for a few weeks, maybe two to four yep, weeks, so that's cool. a big loss because he runs hard. And now it's the Giovanni Bernard show, which he's good at catching passes, but I don't think he's good at running in between the tackles and and uh, getting rushing yards. Um, Carolina, their last uh, six games at home, they're six and zero straight up. Um, I think th- their defense is still solid uh, versus how they played against Dallas. Yeah, they played at Atlanta. They played them close there. <clears throat> Carolina, I just think their defense is 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 going to play well without Mixon being there. They'll put pressure on on Dalton, and i like them to win and cover against Cincinnati. So Cincinnati is another team that I am riding. Yes. I like Cincinnati. Uh, 2-0 against the spread this year. 
I don't think the Mixon's good. Obviously, Gio's a step down. Clearly, that's why there's a starter and a backup. Although it doesn't work for every team, but I think Gio can step in and and pick up the slack and be fine. Uh, again, I like Cincinnati. I think getting points here is is lovely. Oh. I'll, I'll put those in my pocket and I'll take Cincinnati. Next game, Oakland at Miami. Another uh, <coughs> home team getting three points because they're the home team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Oakland, you know, lost that uh, close one last week to Denver. Didn't like that one a whole lot. Carr actually looked a lot better last week. He didn't, I mean, gosh, he probably had less than five interceptions. Um, Amari Cooper still kind of lost. He's not really doing anything. I'm not sure what's going on there. I wouldn't, I don't touch, whenever I look at like doing DraftKings or whatever, I don't even touch any of those guys. Yeah. Uh, Pointless. Yeah. Um, by low. Miami looked really good on the uh, on the road last week against the Jets, against a good defense. Now they're coming back home where they play well at home in September. They have to play a team that has to travel across the country and play in an early game, which is never easy, I think. Um, and Tannehill's actually been playing pretty darn well. I, I, I just think that... Um, Miami has a little bit of an advantage. They have that heat, the humidity. Oakland's not used to that either. It's going to be a hot one down there. They're saying maybe around 90 degrees and probably 90% humidity. I'm going to take the Dolphins, kind of ride them. Miami is another team that I'm riding until they prove me otherwise. I Three points against... I mean, granted, they're going to play a team at some point. I, know I don't have the schedule in front of me, but at some point they're going to play a good team. Um, and I'll probably change my mind, but until they do, I'm, I'm going to ride Miami because... They're playing well this year, and Oakland's awful. Mm-hmm. Next game is Tennessee at Jacksonville. Jacksonville is favored by six and a half. You want me to go? Sure, go okay. ahead. Okay, so Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville looked really good last week against New England. Uh, played them tough, and even without Fournette. And interesting to note here, interesting to note here, as some folks might say, uh, they are 4-0 and without Fournette over the last two years. Um, now, some of those have been not very good teams, but still, last week, without Fournette, they looked really good, and they opened up the offense, and Blake Bortles completed passes all over the field. They had, you know, thrown it downfield, too. It wasn't just dink and dunk type stuff. Um, Tennessee, yeah, they played well against Houston. They won that game, um, but one of those is a special teams touchdown, you know, trick play type thing. Uh, it's at home for Jacksonville. Uh, I, I I just like Jacksonville vet. I think their defense is really good. They've there's a stat here that I wrote down. Um, bear with me a second. When they hold teams to under 20 points or less, uh, they're they're damn tough to beat, or they're undefeated basically. And they held New England to 20 or under, and then the other team that they uh, the Giants 20 or uh, under 20. Yep. So I'm taking Jacksonville. Uh, add Jacksonville uh, uh, the list of teams that I am riding as well for the for yeah. <laughs> as of right now for the year. I, lo- I love Jacksonville. I love their I love their defense. Their offense will always worry everyone. I think just because of Bortles. But this is I mean six and a half, seven. I'd obviously like it less just because it's that that touchdown range. But I'm I'll take Jacksonville to win this, and I think they'll win by at least ten. Next game is uh, Battle of Los Angeles Chargers at the Rams. Rams again. Why don't you put another team on a list of teams that I'm riding yes. here? Shocker. I I just the Rams are the Rams are awesome. I think they're 
I think they're the best team in the league. I think they've got the best combination of offense and defense. So when I see that they're at home, and I shouldn't say only getting seven, but they're only getting seven. Giving. Giving, sorry. Only giving seven. I just that's that's too little. That I mean I get the Chargers for the most part can score, but can they score against an elite defense like the Rams? And I don't worry about the Rams. I'm not Goff isn't some world beater where he's just chucking the ball nonstop. But they got Gurley to fall back and they got just I think they have too many weapons, too many dimensions of that offense to to score on Chargers and who don't have a great defense. And I just think the Rams defense is is top, is elite. So uh I'm taking the Rams minus seven. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Rams as well in that one. I would uh I'm not gonna buck against the trend just to do it because I just think they're they've just got a lot of momentum. They're eight and one straight up and they're seven and two of their last nine games as favorites. Um so I don't see why that changes anything. The Chargers, it's gonna be a shootout. I think the Chargers will score some points along the way too, but the Rams will do enough to cover just because they have more weapons to use. Uh, against the Chargers. All right, moving on. Next game is Dallas at Seattle. Seattle is favored by minus one. You want me to go first? Okay, I'll take this one. If you, unless you are Sierra Russell Wilson, Wilson's wife, you should not watch this game. I zero interest. Zero interest. When was the last time that Seattle was favored by only a point at home? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, and Dallas. I, I know they won, but. The Giants are not good. Uh, good God. I have no interest in watching this game. I will check the score on Sunday, 6, 6.30, and I'll make some circles and some maybe a cross-off, depending on, on what happens. Uh, that being said, I'll just take Seattle because they're the home team and they're getting less than three points. I have no idea what's going to happen. I would not put any money on this. I don't plan on putting any money on this. The only person that I think would put money on this is probably Jay Powell. Yep. And if he does, I'm going to strongly recommend against it. That being said, John, your yes. thoughts. Like I, I said, I got Seattle. Uh, I like Seattle too. I think they they played against the Bears. They 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 almost had a backdoor cover, and then Wilson threw that interception. Um, home field advantage is gonna. I think it's still there for Seattle, despite their defense being completely gone from what it used to be. Dallas didn't really prove anything to me by playing the Giants. The Giants are still terrible. Agreed. And I think you look at Russell Wilson's a better quarterback than than Dak Prescott. Hopefully Baldwin is playing. Uh, the two running backs for Seattle, oddly enough, were actually pretty good. Um, Penny and Carson. So they looked okay. And and they get Bobby Wagner back too on defense, which they didn't have against the Bears. And he's like, he's their best defensive player that they have probably now. Him and KJ Wright. So I take Seattle as well. Okay, last late game of the day on Sunday is uh, Chicago Bears on the road against Arizona. Chicago is favored by six and a half. Jay Powell, you're gonna love this one. I absolutely love your Chicago Bears. They're they're fun to watch. Not their offense, which is okay to watch. I love watching Cleo Mack. It's, it is, uh... it's exciting. I, you know, I sat and watched that Monday night game. Well, I mean, granted, because it was a Monday night game, and you kind of watch Monday night games because it's the only game on. But when the Bears' offense was on, that's when I kind of got – I was kind of moving around the house and doing whatever. When their defense was on the field, I'm, I'm glued to the TV. I, I love watching the Bears' defense. The Bears 
are the another one of the teams that you can add to my list that I'm riding. I think they look awesome. So I'm taking the Bears minus six and a half. And especially because Arizona sucks at balls. Well, I think your excitement is because of one person, and it's Mac. Their Fair def- enough. Their defense isn't that like... Their defense had like five or six sacks on Monday night. Yeah, not yeah, him, I, all of them. I mean, right? No, but he's he's the reason why. Right? Obviously, but, I don't care. Yeah, uh, it, it's um, they and they have some good defensive players. They have you know, a lot. Of, they actually have a, a couple of good guys, but I, he's obviously just crazy to watch, and and uh, he is a good acquisition for them. Uh, Arizona is terrible. Um, the Bears offense again. Starts out hot and then kind of pitters out towards the end because Trubisky just—he, I don't think he can make all the plays that he needs to as a young quarterback. He's sure. still pretty limited, and his throws are kind of uh, errant. Um, but with that, I think th- you, this is one you, you definitely want to take the under on. I think Chicago oh, scores. God, yeah. Chicago scores twenty-seven points. Arizona kicks a field goal, and uh, that's it. Let's look. Do you know and Air, and Chicago will have a defensive touchdown. Oh God, they might have four. Over unders thirty eight. That's gross. Thirty eight. Yeah, uh, even that. Oh that's God, tough. that's tough to take that the under on that. That is hard. Well, what you have to bet on is that they get a couple of big plays that Arizona does, and where are they going to come from? They 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 haven't done anything to, uh, to show that they Makes me tight my butt cheeks. That's a that's a low under. I'm with you. I just think it's. Ugh. Or you take the over and tease it down to thirty-one. Well, yeah, that would yeah, and then watch it be like a twenty-four to nothing, right? <laughs> Just so, like the Red, Redskins. Who, did you make a pick? Who's your pick? I took uh, the Bears. You took Bears. Okay. The, the, that really pains me to take any in division team, but that's just I, the way it works. I will be absolutely shocked. So here's another spoiler alert. I don't. I gave John the chance to go first last week. This is one of my picks for my parlay or my lock of the week. I, so this is my bear. This Bears is. Oh, I cannot even imagine in any scenario where the Bears do not win this game by at least a touchdown. This is one of these games. I looked at this, and I was expecting it to be like nine or ten. I get it. Arizona's at home. I don't think it fucking matters. No, I, they're so awful, and the Bears' defense is so good. I just think I, I saw this. I'm like, there's no way this is correct. And so we'll, well decide I, where I put it as a lot of. I, it would be the same if if you told me that if the if the. If the Bears had an awesome defense and a shitty op- uh, offense or defense, I'd still pick the Bears because yeah. Arizona's that bad. Well, yeah, I'm just but the Bears, take... but the, yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm picking this mostly because of their defense, but they yeah. don't have a shitty offense. They've got a, they've got okay. an adequate yeah. offense. Okay, yeah, you know they've got a good running back. Yep, they got a receiver. They got a tight end. I mean, obviously you talk about Trubisky, but I, I don't know. I'm just amazed at this line. So okay, we got Chicago all around. Sunday night game is New England at Detroit. New England is favored by a touchdown. Yeah, this is uh so you have the the student versus the the master situation, right? You have not even a teacher, a master. Well Belichick's a master, I guess. Uh, yeah. And again, kind of going back to last week where I mentioned they weren't too eager to try and keep him around once he was interviewing for a job. So they were happy to have him leave. And New England's defense, yeah, despite losing last Week against uh, Jacksonville, they still look a little bit better. I, I just think it's Belichick when he plays his underlings, so to speak. He always plays well against them. Following a loss, they are twenty or they're forty nine twenty four and one against the spread following a loss. Fourteen two and one the last seventeen games. 
they're they're also twenty six and one against the spread following a double digit loss, and seventeen out of th- seventeen and three against the spread in the last twenty games, uh, of of those uh, being double digit or more or double digit uh, losses. So I, I just think they're going to be ticked off from losing against Jacksonville. They know they know Patricia. They kind of Belichick will know what he's going to run. I don't know if Josh Gordon's going to play or not. He'll probably play a little bit. I heard he's not playing. He's not. I, that's I. I, I don't think to, it makes a difference. I was listening to a different, uh, not as good podcast today. Oh, yeah. and they said he's not. They don't think he's yeah. going to play. But I wouldn't be surprised well, if he did. I guess right. either way. Well, I don't know why he wouldn't. He's in shape. I mean, he's yeah. It's not like he just came off the streets, which typically he does. But and if and if he can fit in there, uh, they're going to the Super Bowl. So let's pause here. I'm gonna. So I had basketball last night. I don't have this written down. This just popped in my head here. I was at basketball last night, and a couple guys were talking about Josh Gordon and said, "Do they say top two or top three? Like, top would be a top talent, like wide receiver in the league right now. If he's if he's good, if he's right, he's a top like two wide receiver in the league." And I'm like, I'd take five to ten. Like he isn't playing. And this is if you listen to Bill Simmons' podcast, you are going to you're going to hear this. I'm going to repeat what Bill Simmons has said. He's played. He played 11 good games five years ago. We have no idea what he is. Yeah. So they're like, well, he's like, he's a top wide receiver right now. I'm like, he's no, he's, how do you know? You don't know that. I'd take Julio. I would take Thomas. I'd take guys like Devontae Adams over him. I would take, Yeah. I mean, there's so many other wide receivers I would take, you know? I just wanted to get your thoughts because yeah. I was like, I can't believe it. I, I just, he, but yet teams are always, when he's on the field, you know, the times he has been on the field, they're always keying on him. And that means it just opens up more things. And with, for the Patriots' sake, you have Gronk, so you have one less person to focus on Gronk, and then when Edelman comes back, you have one less person on him and Hogan and like other things. It's just going to open things up. Assuming he can stay on the field and not get hurt, it's just mentally will yeah. he be around. But um, yeah, I don't, it's yeah. You look at all these stats. Yeah, he, he had the most yards of any receiver, like better than Moss or an Owens, and he only played what fourteen games that yeah. one year. Yeah, but that was a long time. Yeah, ago, it's all so. this if if he does this yeah. if he does this. I mean. I don't doubt it. Like if he can, this is his last chance, basically. Oh God, yeah. I mean, yeah. If he he's, and he's not gonna. He's got a short leash. I would. I would assume. Yeah. I just. I would take so many other guys over him right now, just because you don't know what you're getting again. And he didn't. He hasn't done anything in five years. But I get the excitement. I get that. Why you'd want him? Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, and it's there's not a ton of risk. I mean, if he if he fucks up, he's gonna be gone. That's just the way that the Patriots work. Uh, it could be huge. Obviously, again, we don't know if he's gonna play or not, but. So did you take New England? Yeah. Okay. I I took New England as well. It 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 could be as simple as, well, the Jets kicked the Lions' ass in Detroit two weeks ago. Why wouldn't the Patriots do the same thing? It should be as simple as that. I get it. Football doesn't always work that way. But at some point, I think you know New England hasn't looked like amazing as they always have, and maybe they won't. Maybe that maybe this is the year that Tom Brady doesn't look like Tom Brady and and Gronk's on his decline, whatever. But I just feel like this is one of those games where. They could go in and, and win by twenty to thirty points. Yeah, I'm not saying it's going to be that. I just said you know that wouldn't again surprise me. So I've got New England as well. Interesting stat too: Matt Stafford in primetime games, he's five, twelve, and one against the spread. Hmm. Not good. Last game of week three, Pittsburgh is favored by one on the road uh, at Tampa Bay. Yeah, you want this actually be a pretty fun game to watch. I think this will be. a you know, at the beginning of the year, you'd be like, oh, yeah, this is a Monday night game. Tampa's going to stink, and yeah. Pittsburgh's going to go in there and win. Now, Tampa's at home. They had a, their home opener last week. 
the that crowd has got to be you know obviously they're all pulling for Fitzpatrick now. Oh God, right? yeah, why so wouldn't you? You're loving that guy. Their their offense is exciting. They have a lot of weapons everywhere actually, except for running back. They don't really. I mean, they, they don't use them. No, they don't use bar- the running backs at all. Barbers, whatever. But OJ Howard is was vastly underused last year, and he's a stud. They have Godwin, who's not bad, and then Deshaun Jackson, and then Mike Evans. Those are two great receivers. Um, Pittsburgh's coming in after losing to to Casey at home and tying Cleveland. Antonio Bryant didn't show up for Brown. practice or Brown, 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 whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> don't show up. We don't have to know your fucking yeah. last name. Yeah, that's what you get. That's your punishment. We take your nameplate off the back. <laughs> um, he doesn't show up for practice the other day. They didn't say what. They said personal reasons. Yeah. And then Tomlin said he disciplined him. Yeah, they had a talk, and he's not saying what the talk was about. Yeah. That he disciplined him. Yeah. I, what the hell does that even mean? I mean, honestly, it must mean that you know maybe he's. I would he, say nothing. Yeah. I'd be like, I can't do anything. Yeah. Bell's out. Stop fucking around. We need you here. It, One less meal. Yeah. Or, well, I mean, that was dumb. But like seriously, like what the hell could you discipline him? Yeah. I, I don't I, know. Anyways. Um, I think that this is one where normally in this situation where Pittsburgh's coming off a loss, they've had, you know, they they tied, they'll go in and, and beat a team like Tampa. I just think Tampa's just playing with momentum right now. I'm, I'm sticking with Tampa Bay on this one and think they win this game. Well, I tell you what, John, not a lot of... Uh, Variance. Yeah, today, this week, we've, it's, I think, only three different picks. Tampa Tampa is on my, my last team on the ride list. Now they're 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 on the kind of Miami list. Like this game worries me. Yeah. Because I think there is an obvious thought of this is coming back down to earth at some point. I don't know. It's ama- it's amazing. Like for Deshaun Jackson to have what he's got already, Fitzpatrick doing what he's doing, it's incredible. I cannot even imagine if this continues for these Winston's back what week five? Yeah. He's not starting. If they start him and then someone said and I've heard it someone said to me. This weekend that I was out with, I don't know. I don't think it was Evan, but someone said it, and I even heard it on like on a podcast this week too. Someone said, "Well, you know, you could trade him." I'm like, who the hell would trade Win- yeah. for Winston right now? Like, what could you honestly get? I mean, you can trade him for like a seventh round pick. Crab legs. I mean, I'm looking at ESPN today, and I'm one of the he's his name's on one of the headlines again about the Uber driver stuff. Yeah. Like, why would you? First off, I don't care if Fitzpatrick loses; he's gonna have to look really bad these next two games, in my opinion. Yeah, and this is why I'm not a GM or a head coach. Clearly. But he'd have to look really, really bad for me not wanting to start him. And if he didn't, like, how do you? How could you even not? How could you ever start? Win? I, I get it. Like Fitzpatrick's not your future, and if Winston's your future, you got it. I would say um, Winston's not. Winston's not our future. Yeah. We're gonna ride Fitzpatrick yeah. until we can't. Well, like, why would you? Why would you stop this wave with the runner right now? Well, and I think from the coach's standpoint, uh, Cutter, you know, at the beginning of the year. If they weren't playing, he was one of those guys that was kind of questionable being the hot seat. At this point, him and the, G- the GM, they're like, "Hey, we gotta, we gotta ride this out. We yeah, gotta stick with the hot hand. These guys could save our jobs, or this guy could save our job for a while because you're two and zero in the division. You're tied with Atlanta, or no, you're no, you're ahead. Of, you're leading the division. Yeah, yeah. So you have to. Uh, I think you just go with them, and uh, yeah, who cares if." If Jameis Winston comes back, sorry, buddy, you're sitting down. You made it wasn't 
You didn't get hurt. You yeah. made a dumb decision right. way back when. You yeah. weren't honest. and You gave someone else, else the opportunity. That person took that opportunity yeah. and did more than that. Happens all the time. It's crazy. So that's, uh, all right, so that goes through all the picks. That's Like I said, I think we have we have one, two, three picks that are different. Yeah. That's it. So I, Some of those I just didn't want to go against because I felt like it would go against me. You know, I thought last week was, I just, last week I didn't have a lot of thought. I, I, I mean, I wasn't confident in a lot of the picks. So I was just like, oh, this is a crapshoot. I mean, this week I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I got eight teams that I put on my list that I'm riding until they screw me. Okay, those teams, to recap, Minnesota, Kansas City, Cincinnati, Miami, Jacksonville, uh, LA Rams, Chicago, and Tampa Bay. So those teams I'm riding until they screw me. So if you want to know my picks for next week, those teams cover this week, they're my picks for next week for sure. Was um, Denver one of those? Denver was really close. Really, They didn't cover, they didn't cover last week. No, wait. Oh, but yeah. I, I like that spread this week, yep. I just, but I'm not going to. I'm saying I like these teams to cover. Because I think all of them has covered every spread this year. Yes. All those teams I listed have covered are all 2-0 against the spread. And most of them look really good. Yeah. So, anyways. So those were our week three picks. Now to the fun part. The money part. The game. We still don't have a name for this segment. We, we kicked around some, some thoughts. I said we should just call it the Paule. For j Paul. Yeah. You know, the Paule. This is the Paule segment. Yes. Sounds like we have a speech impediment, but... Because if we lose, then we got powed. We got powed. Which we usually get powed. We got powed last week. Powed up the ass every week, typically. Wow. Sorry. All right. Now, but to be fair, we both like Jay Powell's pick this week. Well, but do we like it because we're Packer fans or what? Yeah. Do you think he did that on purpose? So that he knew that we would pick them and we couldn't get mad at that him? That is... I think that's his definition of hedging his bet because he goes, well... I don't really, his response was like, I don't have enough time. Mm. Like, like he's sitting here going through spreadsheets anyways. Yeah. yeah. He was sitting on his toilet when he wrote back to us probably. And he goes, well, I like the Packers. I'll take a minus three because Redskins suck. And uh, if it's wrong, they'll just be mad because the Packers lost. They won't remember that I picked them against the spread <laughs> because they would have picked the Packers anyways. Yeah. So, so he's a chicken is what he is. <laughs> Jay Powell, this is a chicken pick. And, and damn it, you put us in a predicament where... I'm still going to rip you the next week. Thank God. Well, thank God we do three parlays and teasers a week. So, now two things about Jay Powell. First one, he, he, he didn't like, yeah, like to go back, he didn't want to make this pick today. He's like, I don't have enough time, blah, blah. I don't know. I think, he, did he bring something up about like the Philly pick or something like that? Because he made the, the Philly pick last week. Yeah. And he wasn't happy about it. Um, what did he say here? Yeah, I learned my lesson last week, lesson last week with the Eagles. I, I don't know. You picked them and whatever. So, um, you didn't have I think any we can all, about picking that one early. Look, we have, you have thirty, you have thirty-two options. You pick a team, or you pick the over/under. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, technically, you you'd have sixty-four, but if you just pick a game one of those two, you, that's your option. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, uh, if you can't find one thing that you like on a Wednesday before Sunday, you're crazy, Jay Powell. So that was why John was calling you a chicken shit on that one. Chicken shit. Uh, secondly, for all the listeners out there. Jay Powell has been banned to bet, uh, banned from betting on any Chicago sports teams. Yes, or yeah. Northern Illinois. Or Northern Illinois. You can't do it because he did it in the beginning and it screwed us ninety percent of the time. Oh, early years. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes. we've been doing this again for three yes. years, so we can. Yes. And it seems like when we take Chicago, I've taken Northern Illinois a ton, and they've covered. Yes. Uh, action! Almost getting time to be some action action coming up here. <laughs> so, 
So just so you wonder why, Jay Paul's a huge Bears fan. If, if you wonder why he's not picking the Bears, that's why. It's because we told him he can't. That being said, I'm taking the Bears. Oh. In the Pauly. Actually, no, y'all, I'm taking the Pauly because that should be a lock because that one makes us money. I, we give locks to the people just to have our locks. Yeah. It's more for the podcast, whatever the fun of yeah, it. Yeah, for, for the this folks is, at home. This is for the money. Yes. So if I'm making a bet and I need to make sure my pick hits no matter what, so technically that is my would be my lock of the week. Yes. I'm taking the Bears. Minus yeah. six and a half. Um, yeah. I, uh, so for the parlay, so we have Bears, Packers. So Come we have, on, John. You should have this. No, no, no. I'm looking. Bam, bam, I'm, bam, I'm, bam. I'm looking. We have an early game. We have a late game. And I actually, Whoa. I actually like um, in this situation. I like um, Houston. You're gonna take Houston again. Yep. All right. Will you promise me that if this burns us again, we're done. We're done. Yes. I only burned the second part of last week, right? Yes. Oh no, it wasn't the main one. No, no, no. We no. won our, we won our, yeah. our, yeah. our two picks. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So there's our uh, a power of the week. Green Bay minus three, Chicago minus six and a half, Houston minus six. You know, I always. And I like Houston in a teaser too. I would say we, uh, I would tease Chicago and Houston for sure. Yeah, and we're gonna tease us no matter what. We'll always, we always yeah. tease our parlays, but yeah, I, I never liked looking at a parlay and seeing all favorites. It just there's always something that, yeah. that worries me a little bit. Yeah. So okay, so Green Bay minus three, Chicago minus six and a half, Houston minus six. That's our parlay for the week. Next thing on the slate slash docket i cannot believe we did this last week we talked about it afterwards i texted you the next day i think where's the fucking bread oh yeah where's the bread we didn't even mention it and on spread and bread yeah we're on spread and bread where we didn't even mention where's the fucking bread last week not where's the bread where's the fucking bread we didn't even mention it yeah i could not believe it like the first week we made we had a story involved. We were going to call... It was like the one thing we had a segment for. We had a name for this yeah. one segment. It was called, Where's the Bread or Where's the Fucking Bread? And we didn't even mention it. Yeah, it was, it was not there. I So that's rookie mistakes, right? We're, we're learning. We're, we're uh, As your sister would say, rookie. Rookie. Sleep with one eye open. I wonder if she listens to the podcast. Uh, does she know how I've to get a podcast? Se- I've sent it to her. Here's a question. This sounds stupid. It doesn't involve karaoke or this singing. Sound, this sounds <laughs> Or governors or being at governors. Yeah. This sounds really stupid. I, so I, I, as everyone who's listening to this podcast knows, I work for a wireless company. I don't even know this. Can you get Apple Podcasts on Android phones? Uh, or yeah, can you it's, only... on, it's on. It's on. Um, it's on Google Play or their thing. But you can. Right? Can you get it? So we're on Apple Podcasts. No. Can someone who's on no, Android you have to phone? Put, you have to put it on the the Google. What's the Google? Because I'm going to get that next. So next week uh, we were going to be on the Android podcast yeah, app. Yeah. Do you know what it is? I will it's Google, Google it after Play, this. Play or, uh, is it just Google Play podcast or something like that? Google I'll get Play, it on. Yeah. I don't know how many. I'll have to look it up, but I know I've okay. heard other cat, uh, podcasts talk about it. Okay. That's my commitment to you guys. Um, I'll, I'll get that on. I think if we're on those two things, if there's yep. two main things. I mean, we're get, we're on SoundCloud. Obviously, we're on Apple Podcasts, which takes care of a lot. But whoever has Android, if there is a podcast. You know what? If you're on, if you're on Android. Um, tweet, email me, spread and bread. Tweet or email, what's yeah, spread and bread at gmail.com or tweet us at, at spread and bread. Tell us what podcast app you use and we'll get it on there. Yeah, or I will do my best to get it on Apple Podcast is the best because you can use it anytime, you can download it. You don't have to be hooked up to your wireless or use your data, just hit it once, download it, and you can use it whenever you want when you're walking your dog, shaving your cat, when you're taking a shower, when you are out. Running, doing exercises. I listen to a lot of podcasts when I exercise. 
Um, so yeah, use that uh, podcast. So app. I think it's kind of unfair to tell someone who's using an Android to go buy an iPhone. Yeah, no. Can they, but again, they can they they don't have an Apple. They can't. They have no, a, but we'll get we'll get it on the okay, other one. Right. Yeah, okay. Well, you you started this with the beauty of an Apple podcast. Yeah. Okay. Apple's there, better than Android. Everyone knows it. This is the literal part of the podcast. There's I'm there's I'm always literal. Okay, so that brings us back to where's the fucking bread? Where's the bread? Do you have if you have a, if you have a lock that you feel powerful about? I've got like seven other ones because I told you I'm riding yeah eight teams and yeah. I just use one of them. So you, you want to pick one? I'll I. I like well New England. I think New England is a lock. I think they they hammered Detroit. Are you gonna give two locks, or do you want to give two locks? You can give two yeah, locks. Yeah, I'll you want. go through a couple. Okay, it doesn't go against my record, so it's just for the week. Uh, well, I'm keeping records of locks too. I have oh. it in the in the uh, in the spreadsheet. Oh, well, okay. Uh, so yeah, I like New England. Give us your lock one A and your lock one B. I like New we'll England. Give two just locks for you know just for coming off a loss. What they've done, um, it you know it's. Um, the, the, playing Patricia, I think Belichick wants to stick it to him. I think Brady's ticked off that they lost to Jacksonville the way they did. Should have been closer. They should. They had some chances to to get ahead, and they they blew it. So I like that. That's lock one A. My lock one B. I'll take I'll take it right away. I was going. Oh, I love it. You just get two picks right away. Yeah, I'm just doing that's it. That's fine. Go ahead. I know you're not gonna pick. I this got one I anyways. got three. I have three. I so if you take one of them, I so got two more. I'm taking the, uh, Jacksonville. That was one of mine. Okay. Of course. So, and the reason is the stat I was trying to point out earlier. Over the last five years, the Titans are eight and thirty-four straight up and against the spread when they're held under twenty points. On the flip side, the Jaguars have been holding people under twenty points, and they're twenty and five against the spread when they hold their opponents under twenty points or less. So, I think their defense is way too good. And is if Mariota plays, I don't know if it's playing Gabbert. I think they win, so they cover this one as well. And those are two seven, six and a half or seven point favorites. Yeah. So I'm going to pause real quick because I believe John said the word the correct way. He said Jaguars, I believe. Yeah. I hope he did not say Jaguars. No. It is Jaguar. This is one of my biggest pet peeves. Jaguar. People say J- J- Dan Patrick says Jaguars. Yeah. Spell the word. It's not J-A-G-W-I-R-E-S. Or U-I-R-S. That, if you say Jaguars, you're an, you're an idiot and you probably drive slow in the left-hand lane. A Jaguar. Pisses me off. Jaguar. Jacksonville Jaguars. Or the gentleman on the commercial. Ja- Jaguar. Just drives me nuts. At Drive a Jaguar. I would love to hear anyone that says Jaguars explain why it's pronounced Jaguar. Because they're from And it's more than one person that says it. So what was this what was the what were the underdogs last week? Underdogs. Was it ten and four and something? 10, 10, 4? 10, 10, yeah, ten and four against the spread on Sunday. Okay. Which is interesting. Because we gave out three favorites in the Powell. John just gave out two favorites in his lock, 1A yeah. and 1B. And I'm going to give you two favorites. And they're all, they're all except for Green Bay minus three, they're all six or higher. I'm giving you Kansas City minus seven, and I'm giving you the Rams minus seven. I, to me, those are, to me, the Rams and the Chiefs are the two best teams in the NFL right now. And I don't think anyone's within a touchdown of them right now unless they played each other. And that's my thought. And I, I think there's some good total plays there. Too, which there's just I think there's a bunch to deal with. Usually Jay Powell comes in with a couple totals because he's too afraid to make a, a committed pick. So oh, did his oh, did his total hit last week too? No, his no, he took Jets Miami, didn't he? And it was the under hit. Yes, my over hit. So like Cincinnati Carolina, I like that under quite a bit. It's forty four points. Um, we talked about the overs in a few of those, uh, and these are just I'm just speaking off the top of my head. Mm-hmm, these aren't actual mm-hmm. picks. 
New England. Detroit, I'm just writing them down just because New England, you know, Detroit. I like that over. It's 52 points. Yep. Uh, what would you do? What would you do in the Kansas City, San Francisco game? That's at 57. Well, my th- my theory is I, I think San Francisco covers. It's a 30 to seven, 30 to 27 game. That's 57 points. Yeah, and I, I can't imagine Kansas City not scoring 30 points yeah. against almost anyone this year. Yeah. So okay. if it's 30 to 24, they don't cover. If it's 30, or they do actually in that case, but nonetheless. You know, there was then New England, Detroit's at 52. So you take the over 52 on that. And then Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay's 54. That could be a. That could be a shame. That's why too. Monday night will be, will be exciting. I mean, Tampa yeah. Bay's just going to freaking chuck that ball nonstop. Yeah, Pittsburgh's defense is awful. Yeah. Well, since Pittsburgh has left, uh, has lost uh, Shazier, they've been just atrocious. Their defense has been really bad. So, yeah, that's another one where um, I think you can see a lot of points happening. Okay, so we've got our Paoles done. We've got our Where's the Fucking Bread done. Uh, I said we'd do winner's pool each week just because I'm doing that winner's pool. I'm 2-0. and I had the Packers, and then I had the Saints. God, I've squeaked by both those. Holy shit. Oh. Um. I was debating between Chicago or Minnesota this week. Minnesota was the obvious play. Yeah, but that you stay. You but have I to looked, be strategic about it. Too. I was looking forward for the next three weeks. I'm just. I'm not trying to survive. Look, I'm trying to survive to week sixteen. Yeah, I'm being realistic. I'm going to try to survive the next three or four weeks. So I took Chicago instead of Minnesota because Minnesota plays Arizona. I think next week or into the next two weeks. So I've got other options. So I took Chicago in the in the uh, winners pool. And we'll see what happens with that. So um, all right, let's get to uh, this is where before we get to our kind of our. Uh, pop culture discussions and our what's on our mind discussions. We'll uh, we'll use this time to talk about listeners' emails and things like that. Oh. First off, someone dropped off, and I don't know if this is. I'm assuming this is related to the podcast because it was it was champagne, but it's technically sparkling wine. Yeah. Someone dropped off a bottle of sparkling wine in my driveway last night. Oh. I don't know who it was. There was not a note on it. And it wasn't like Ace of Spades or Cristal. Yeah. Was, so. Let's say two things. One, feel free to drop off bottles of wine whenever you want. We'll drink them on the podcast. Uh, as long as they're that somewhat was, decent. That was two. Number two, let's get a decent bottle. Yeah. It does not, 10 bucks is a de- decent bottle of wine. Yeah, not the, not the gallon jug of Ernest and Gallo uh, freaking crap wine or Lambrusco from Rio Nidi. I will say that uh, Aldi has a white wine, a Sauvignon Blanc. That is like six fifty, six ninety nine. It's a big bottle. It's pretty good. Big, it is pretty good. Well, you're a consumption drinker. Yeah. Well, so. you know, but like this nineteen crimes. This is ten bucks. Yeah. Ten bucks at festival. If you and hey, uh, nice little feedback based upon my fire steed pick last week. One of our friends that's in another state went to a wine store. Yes. And actually tried to buy that wine, and it was also it was no longer in stock, probably because it was Clearly. at Costco. But Costco... Well, no, clearly it was sold out because of the podcast. Well, that too. But Costco buys things in bulk because they buy... Costco sells more wine than anybody in the country. So... Hmm. Uh, Is it they got good pricing there? Oh, yeah. I don't I don't with Costco, so... Uh, they... Uh, and on certain ones, certain... They, they get a certain price point on the wine, they blow it out, and they buy, they probably bought up all of Firesteed and said, we're taking it, and Firesteed has said, mm-hmm. okay, cool. So, anyways... Pretty cool that someone tried to buy it. They just couldn't find yes, it. Yes, yes. Again, so go to Costco and look. Costco for it. heard the podcast. Someone from Costco, hi. Costco, up. if you want to sponsor some this, purchaser, some purchaser, some purchaser Costco heard the podcast and said, "Buy, buy all of it. Let's yep. bring it all in the stores." So that's probably what happened. Um, 
But this, I mean, like this, this is good. Do you like this or no? Yeah, it's not bad. It's yeah, ten bucks. Yeah. Like bottles of wine. If if you can't go to Costco for your liquor, go to Festival. Festival is the cheapest. Oh, Woodman's. Woodman's is well, oh. yeah, but who does? Does everyone have a Woodman's by him? I can't go to. Well, I can go to Woodman's. It's just way too. It's far away. Festival. Uh, Festival's cheap. Local knowledge here for the folks in the Wisconsin area. Do not buy at a festival. If you have a Woodman's, go buy wine there because you'll buy the bottles of wine that my wife likes to drink are six, five, four to six dollars cheaper at Woodman's than they are at festival. Come on. Yes. Absolutely. But you can't, you, you can only use cash, right? Or debit, or debit? Card. Can you use debit card? Yeah. Oh, that's fine then. Okay. Yeah. Well, I look at, I could go to Woodman's then apparently. Oh my God. Yes. Really good prices. And okay. you buy like bulk and you buy cases for cheap, like really cheap. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. And oh, now okay. it's talking wine. What's that? Yeah, and that, that, was, was, yeah, talking that was talking about. Okay, so let's get to some listener emails. Uh, so anyways, whoever dropped off the bottle, thank you very much. I don't know if we're going to drink it on the podcast. Probably not. Or no, not that one. Yeah, probably not. Thank you, though. I, I figure I said to John, I go, someone probably had it stuck when in we get our for like first, two years. If we get our first sponsor, yes, we we'll will celebrate. It. Yes, we'll celebrate with that. But so otherwise, we need sponsors. Try some more. Drop some other things off. Maybe we'll try it. Yeah. Just not a Molotov cocktail. Some, 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 some brownies, maybe? Pot brownies. Some pot brownies, maybe? We'll, uh, we'll get Dick Rawl over here. Dick Rawl could use some pot brownies, I think. Oh, we'll loosen him up. Yes. God, yes. Please, Lord. Um, all right, so listener email. Again, I'm not going to mention these names, even though I know this person probably would not care, but I'm just going to, just in case. We talked about Tim Brown last week. Remember I talked about Tim yeah. Brown, about Randall Cobb, Tim Brown, whatever. Yeah. Someone said, what millennials are listening besides Evan? So Evan's a buddy of ours who's 25. I asked Evan Friday night if he knew who Tim Brown was. He did not. Did not know who Tim Brown was. There's not, a millennial. Yep, yeah, not shocking enough. Uh, so this next person, another. So now we're got a wide range. Of, this email actually surprised me. I lo- I loved getting it though. So he's gonna listen to this. I know he's listening to this, or he will listen to this. So I thank you for the email. If you want to email again, you can. I'll mention your name, but I'm not gonna mention it now. Heard you guys talking about colonoscopies. Yes, the prep is bad, but it gets worse after age 65, when you have to take almost twice as much as before, and a lot of men slash women don't use anesthesia. I've had two both fully awake. I'll tell you why at the, ho- at the holiday get-together. Okay, well, there you go. So it's a family member. Good luck with the show. Hope Sue's not listening. Sue's my mom. Oh. I hope my mom is listening. My guess is she's not because I think to myself if she was listening, she would have said, do you really have to swear so much? Are the boys listening to this? Yes, I do. And yes, they are. Yes and yes. Yes and yes. Was so, that the last email? That was, oh. that was I got two, we got two oh, emails. All right, good. That was it. No tweets. Which is fine. Yep. Tweets are more public if you're going to, you know. Yep. But feel free, again, feel free to email us, spreadbread at gmail.com. That's the most private way. We will uh, we'll read them on air. You send it to us, we'll read them on air. Another thing that I, we're going to do at some point, once we get more comfortable with this, I, I told John about this. At some point, we're going to do a Facebook Live episode or an Instagram Live episode. Oh, yes. We'll set up an iPad and we will do this live on a Wednesday night from my studio or from my, wherever we're at. So you guys don't have to wait till Friday. We'll obviously release the podcast on Apple Podcasts, but... We won't be in our pajamas. No. Maybe we will. Maybe we'll dress up for it. Little costume, yes. Maybe a little costume party. Yeah. So whoever wants uh, to buy us a bottle of wine for that... Yes. Okay. A uh, little housekeeping from last week. Takeoff is the third member of Migos. Oh. I know you were probably worried about it all week. I was up all night. So that's... I got home thinking... Did you watch the video that I sent you? Of uh, Quavo? No. That is part of your research and part of your job as this uh, co-host of this podcast. I not waste much time on Migos. Ah, it's awful. I Google it. If you haven't seen it, just Google Quavo pitching and you'll 
<clears throat> want to punch yourself in the sack. Again. Um, sticking with the music. Any interest in the Eminem and uh, MGK? Back and forth beef? Tell so, me you've heard about it, right? Uh, I've heard about it. Didn't, uh, just heard Eminem talking about it. Had no idea who M Machine Gun Kelly was. Then I realized... You never knew who Machine Gun Kelly... Gosh! I know I'm a hip-hop guy, and you're not, Machine Gun but... Kelly? I thought he was, like, a character, like, <laughs> a spinoff of a name from, like, old school, like, back in the 60s. Yeah, I think it probably was. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't know he was a white kid, either. So, apparently, the, we're going to talk about a lot of white rappers here. Yes. Yeah, he's a white kid. My... All I saw is, I don't like this guy. I know Eminem. I just hope Eminem, like, punches him in the face. Okay. So... And that's all I know. Yeah, yeah. And you, I mean, we, I mean, Eminem came out when we were in college. I mean, it was, you know, 1996, 97, or whatever, 97, 90, yeah, 97, 98. Um, I'm a huge Eminem fan. I think he's the best lyricist of all time. Yes, lyricist. Yeah, the best rapper. Tupac's the best rapper. Tupac has everything. Eminem's the best. Lyrically, Eminem is the best. It's not Nas, it's Eminem. Everyone calm down. I, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of MGK. I've, I've listened to his stuff because he's been around for a while. So if you haven't, if you're a hip, if you're not a hip hop fan, then you probably tuned out. I'll get back. We'll get back to the normal stuff in a bit here. But if you are a hip hop hip hop fan, listen to it. Listen to all the songs that are incorporated with this this rivalry of this beef. I thought MGK's song "Rap Devil" was awesome, absolutely awesome. Back at Eminem, Eminem came back with a song called "Kill Shot." People are like, oh my god, MGK's done. Blah blah blah. Listen to me talking about white rappers and. Battle and this rap. is the part where I Please. check out. Yeah, I'm 41. But if you have, if you like hip hop, listen to it. I think it's good. I think it's very, very good. Speaking of being old and songs that probably should not be made, did you know Mariah Carey has a new song out? Oh no! Do you know what it's called? You don't know because you don't know. She's got a song called GTFO. Do you know what GTFO stands for? Yes. Get the fuck out. Yes. She's 48. Wow. Like, come on. I thought it'd be like Dream Lover Part Two. I mean, look, she's still attractive. She looks amazing at 48. Ooh, wow. At 48, she looks amazing. She's and she's still in this work. pop R&B thing. I just think Get the Fuck Out's trying really too hard. Uh, she just needs a GTFO. Yeah, herself. Yeah, of, of just being the mainstream. I just, I, she's divorced so many guys and made so much money. She's not married to Nick Cannon still? I have no idea. Oh, a long time ago. She was going away from him. That's how much I care. I just saw her... A song came through. I was on the shuffle, like she top is hits. Crazy. She well, is clearly. Crazy. And I'm like GTFO, and I'm like, and it took me like two seconds to realize that the song was. Yeah. It's got to be get the fuck out. And I'm like, come on, Mariah, really. Mm -hmm. So those were my kind of my thing. And then the second thing I wanted to, or the second thing, Jesus, the fourth thing. Before I get to my real good one that you're gonna love. Oh, John Jones got cleared to fight. Oh, October. Nice. Yeah. So he Are got against who? No, he didn't get. He's no fight yet. I'm but hoping it's Cormier. He can start. Assuming he stays clean until so then. they suspended. Okay, he did cocaine. That's true. The last one, I truly believe, cocaine's was, a hell of a drug, as Rick AMC said. I believe, I believe the last. I'm John Jones. I love John Jones. I believe the last one was someone screwed with the sample, whatever. Anyways, USADA suspended him for 15 months, retroactive, so he can return in late October. Oh, so I'm Super. excited for that because yes. I think without now McGregor's coming back in two weeks against Khabib. And without, and then you've got him. He's finally back. Without him and Jones, the UFC is awful. Yeah. So okay. hopefully we'll get Cormier, Jones at heavyweight or wherever weight they want to do it. I just hope Jones kicks Cormier ass. Love Jones. So on Monday I was uh, driving down to um, Illinois 
to Rockford. Did this just come to your mind or was this on the notes? No, it's on my notes. Okay, okay. I was driving to Rockford for work. Rockford is uh, um, an interesting town. I've heard. Yeah. Yep. So I... When uh, was this you say? On Monday. Monday, okay. I stayed overnight there on Monday night. And yesterday morning I had a, just a little information about Rockford. <laughs> I met with this guy for breakfast and he's like, oh, I've been here a while. I'm looking to get that. My wife wants to get the hell out of here. He's like, yesterday there was a guy came up with a handkerchief on his face and robbed four people in in, in their backyard. And that was like three blocks down the street from us. And he's like, I live wow. in a pretty nice neighborhood. And then the other day, like two days prior, two people are shot at like point blank range, like, you know, a few miles down the road. He's like, this place is going to hell. It's like a very transient place drawing stuff from Chicago and other areas. There's a lot of car industry stuff. I'm like, oh, I'm happy I'm spending time here. I felt really safe. Yeah, right. But anyways, I left Madison late afternoon on Monday. And uh, it's about like an hour and a half drive. And I'm down, going down 39. And the roads suck because there's construction. There's semis like everywhere. And uh, I'm making phone calls for work. And I call this guy at like 5 o'clock. And I get his voicemail. And uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm stuck between like four semis. So I'm calling this. Uh, and he's the brother of someone we know. Of someone you know. He's a, he, uh, okay, okay. In the financial industry. Okay. And I'm following up on I get a call he made to me. So blah, 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 blah. I'll leave the message. And I'm trying to hang up. I have my headset in. And a semi like cuts over in front of me. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? And I'm like just swearing. <laughs> and I forget to hang up on the call. <laughs> and, I, and I try to hit pound or one. And it's like, your message has been sent. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. And I have never met this guy face to face. And I'm trying to get him. He, this is the brother of someone I know? Yes. And, I, and I'm trying to get him to like finish this piece of business. And I'm like... Well, now what do I do? I so you do, know him, though. I mean, you know... I know... Uh, we talked on the phone, but I've never met him face-to-face other than, like, in passing once. But I know him... Do I know him well, or do I You know him? his brother well. Okay? I'm Anyways. So, okay. So I call back again. I'm like, hey, so-and-so, this is John. I uh, just want to follow up from my previous message. You might have heard the way it ended. I used some probably un, uh, not choice language, but I'm driving down to Illinois, and the semi cut me off. And that's just how I felt. And it was funny. He called me back first thing on Tuesday morning. He goes, hey, listen, there's a lot of shitty drivers out there. I get it. No big deal. But I was, I was a little nervous at the time. Thank goodness it wasn't my, you know, someone that uh, was, was uh, uh, you know, born again Christian or didn't oh, believe that's in that awesome. type of stuff. So, that's anyways. great. All right. So my, uh, it's not a, it's a story, but it's, it's going to have some commentary to it. More commentary later. Not today. So I had written down, I have two boys, as most people know. John's got three girls. Both my place, both my boys play sports. I don't. Do you? How? What do your daughters play? Do they play anything yet? I know your Gabby plays basketball a little bit. I mean, they're, they're doing, younger, obviously. Uh, soccer and soccer a lot of dancing. So I am. I'm gonna have to choose my words carefully. We're not gonna mention any names at all, especially not now. We're just gonna talk about parents and sports. Um. Parents and sports combination is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. It drives me nuts. I've hated it for years. I've tried to never be a part of it, even though I do coach. I know some people probably think I am a part of it, and I think those people are wrong. I like to think that I do a decent job. I don't ever put my kid first. Um, and this is just me kind of just kind of giving you a... a, a framework? Yeah, the framework, I guess you could say, of just how I feel about sports and parents in general. 
So I live in Kimberly. Uh, everyone hates Kimberly unless you live in Kimberly, and I think the people in Kimberly, half of them hate Kimberly. It's a very competitive area. We have we're very successful in in football. Uh, they won five, I think it's five straight titles, and they just had their like seventy game win streak broken at the beginning of this year. So I heard a story uh, over the weekend, and I'm not going to say who told it to me. And I actually didn't. It took me a while to remember it because I was around a lot of people all this week and whatever. But so Kimberly plays Nina Friday night. And Nina's decent. I think they're three and zero. Yeah. So they're you know there's they're a, a good they're a good team. Yep. Apparently, there's a Nina parent that told their son that if they beat Kimberly on Friday night, he would buy him a car. And I almost lost my shit. I like, are we honestly to that point? Like, I get it. Like, Kimberly's got a bullseye in their back and stuff like that. But like, first of all, clearly you've got enough money. You're just gonna buy your kid a fucking car for a victory over Kimberly. Yeah. But it just brings me so. Oh my gosh. I just had such rage in my in my yeah. body. I was like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. What are you teaching your kid? Right. What is the point? Like, and this is this could go on for. I could go on. I I thought to myself, I should have separate podcasts about this crap, about sports and parents and kids. Like, it says something about the level of competitiveness of kids. Like, kids used to have fire. And I'm not, I wasn't this huge competitive athlete as a high schooler or whatever. I didn't play. I played tennis, for God's sakes. You know what I mean? But, like, you have to motivate your kid to beat Kimberly by buying him a car? Yeah, that's, uh, wow. I don't even know what to say. I've never heard of that. Like, yeah. I'd be like, I'll give you, like, 100 bucks. Yeah, I mean... I'd be interested to know, is this kid an impactful player? Is he a star player? I believe he has some impact on the team, yes. Oh. But even then, he's one of yeah. 22 guys, yeah. right? Well, I don't, do, you bump your, do you pump up your team that way? Come and, on, you guys, we got to win. I get a car. I'll and, drive you everywhere. And now, if that message gets flipped back to Kimberly, I am well, a Kimberly it's, kid. It's back to Kimberly. Yeah. That's obviously why I, I am, it's back I am to Kimberly. taunting that kid all game. Yeah. And every time he gets hit... Said, here's your effing car right here, buddy. Yeah. And I, I would even yell at the dad because whoever the dad yes, is, that's, is complete, I was more pissed at the dad. Is more a complete loser. Kid's problem. I don't what think, a loser. But, yeah. What? That is just. That is just what. That that that's just one in a, a hundred things that makes sports so bad right now for the at the at the high school uh, and youth level. Yes. And it's only going to get. It's going to keep yes. getting worse, and then it's going to hit a tipping point. And maybe this is part of it. It's like kind of watching. When the stock market cl- collapsed in 08, it's going to happen in youth sports. It's, and it's going to be like this watershed thing that happens. And people will be like, holy shit, we finally realized that we've been fucking being complete dickheads yes. for a long time. And yeah. now it's happened. It's too much. And I said, like, I, I will try to keep this under wraps because we could go on. For, I could go on forever about oh, this stuff. Yeah. Like, and again, I coach. I don't think I'm. It's not. There's so many people that are just living their lives through their through their kids. Right. Like. I won't sit here and deny I want my kids to play basketball because basketball is my favorite sport. I still play it. I love it. But I also see what I also see their happiness levels and I also see how they how they react. And I, I'm not delusional about my kids aren't going to the NBA. So yeah. shocking, right? Uh, no. Newsflash, everyone. No. No, no, no. I don't know that for sure. Good but, point. We don't know for sure. <laughs> but But yes, you have to be a realist. But I think parents lose sight of the fact that it's not about them. Like it's not about your parents. It's not about you, the parents. It's about your kids. Like, I know you want to push them. It's going to be part of a team. Be competitive and stuff like that. But there are just so many instances, and not even that this guy's is that instance where he's he's just bribing his kid or 
paying his kid off. It's just stupid. That, to me, it's just dumb. Yeah. But there's a whole other aspect of getting into youth sports about coaching and, and parents that are just, whether it's yelling at their kid all the time or whether it's putting their kid first, you know, first before any other kids, you know, and only their kid matters. And it, it just, youth sports is kind of, you can say it all that, but youth sports, youth sports is a complete shit show. Well, and, and if you were if you were in Kimberly, John, I oh, mean, you hear it from me, whatever. I get mad enough. So, it's awful. It's the, bad. the multiple Thursday nights we spent. Yes, at, at, and doozies. It's one of my favorite times of the week because I get to listen to you guys complain, complain about, about it. it. Complain about it, and yeah. it's just it's terrible. It's it's awful. Yeah, and and for this guy to say this to his kid in a sport where one player is, and football is is not as impactful as it would be in basketball. Right, I just think, is there a kid in football that is a complete difference maker for Kimberly? If they lost one of their best players, doesn't matter for them. They could plug in someone else. For Nina, is this kid a complete difference maker? Where if he played or didn't play, is it like you you do this so well, you're gonna win? If he's a best linebacker or defensive player on the team, I mean, what would he have to do to to make the difference for him to win a fucking car? I mean, that it's Khalil Max brother. Oh, well, geez. Okay. <laughs> so I didn't know he lives around here. No, well, you know, he transferred to Nita. I take that back. Okay. So he, Camille Max brother gets a car. So yeah, that was my, my R- pissed off rant. segment. My rant. I, I like that way more. I can rant way As more. As Peter Griffin stuff. would say, way what, more. What really grinds my gears. I'm going to end with this quick, real quick, because since it happened in the last week, you used to work, you used to cook at a restaurant. Yes. Right. Is it still open? No, yeah. burn. Is it open? Yes. Did it burn down or no? Yeah, this is a shirt. Al Johnson's. Al Johnson's, Door County. If you're in Door County, go to Al Johnson's. The one with the goats on the roof? Yeah. Did they have a fire there? No. What the hell am I thinking of? I don't know. Okay, anyways. Go to Al Johnson's. It was probably better when Conlon cooked there, but still uh, good. Not. Great place to drink. Okay, great place. Okay. Door County, Al Johnson's. Um, so I'm just saying this because so we had an experience. I had an experience the last week. We'll not name the restaurant. Oh. I will be there again. You'll understand what the restaurant was, whatever. Yeah. So I ordered some food, some wings. Uh, half an hour later, I'm like, and it was, it was not busy. Where the hell are the wings? No idea. Like, where, the people who were with, like, where, no idea. So the one person who put the order in wasn't around, so I asked this other person, like, hey, can you see if there's some wings on our whatever? She's like, yeah, they're, they're, I don't know why they're not here. You know, they're, they're, it was put in, whatever. At that point, being a half an hour later, how do you rectify the situation? There, I can think there's yeah. two times. Like at that point, how do you rectify it? Yeah. Answer it. And then I'll tell you the yeah. next spot. A normal place that has the little bit of integrity would say, wow, I really apologize for the, for the delay. Number one, sorry about that. Number two. That's going to be covered on us because you sh- that should have been entered in. Whatever should be here should be out. So it was entered there in, but okay, okay. So that's on us. We got that covered, and you know, would you like anything else? Blah blah blah. Sorry about that. And maybe even that, I'd give you some sort of gift certificate on the way out. Say, hey, sorry about your troubles. Please come visit us again. Okay. So, yeah, my first thought would have been, well, I was hoping they would have said, do you, do you even want it? Because I'm like, do I even want these anymore? Like we we were ready to leave, you know. So they brought out the food. Nothing. I pay, it was didn't get didn't get any credit. Yeah. Credit. Was it busy? No, it was not busy. Oh, there were wings. Yeah, there were cheap wings. Yeah, and I didn't get a credit. 
Oh. And I didn't get a stick on my way out either. Oh. I when I just wrote it down, I'm like, was I, it I, a Thursday? Yeah. See, that's what now we and I, I looked Jeff. I, yes. Yeah. I, I'm like, I looked at Tanya and I go, how 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 did like nothing like not yeah. even a half off? And I know yeah. they're like really cheap. Like it's a principle thing. Well, like how did they like, hey, we'll get your next drinks. That would have been great. Nothing at all. It was. And that's how little control they have, you know, as servers, right. whatever. But it was, they put it in the computer, apparently somewhere in the back, they screwed it up, whatever. Was there a manager? Uh, uh, was he, was he outside? No the, uh, I don't think so. No, no. No, not, oh. not at that late at night, no. Oh. Yeah. Um, well, it's also the same establishment that had advertising as raspberry chipotle being spicy, and it tasted like a bowl of cereal and chicken wings. Also does trivia during football games. Yes. And they don't know how to pronounce any of the words. Yes. Other than that, it's a great like place. Like Tarad. Yeah, that would be great if they could do that. You know what? Now we need to start uh, playing trivia and making notes of the misspelled names and words. Yeah, it's that time of year. Yeah. Well, that's all I have. Anything uh, else you got on your list? Well, yeah. Uh, no, I don't. Uh, you, we're, well, at, no. Uh, we're at about two. We're at about an hour and thirty-five right now. Oh, with little editing. Okay. No, there'll be a lot of editing from when you were looking for that. That was like. 20 seconds of me looking... That was more than to, about a minute and a half. To, trying to figure out the Anyways, uh, last week, as you said, Tanya said, look at the, the moon. I drove home looking for the moon the whole way. Yeah. There was no moon, so I don't know what she was yeah, doing. I don't know either. I don't think there was a moon last week. Okay. So Tanya was off a rock. Way, way to throw her my girlfriend under the bus. She'll yeah, be happy to know that. Somebody has to do it. Okay. She was eight and seven against us. Yeah, she was. So anyways. Okay. Good talk. Uh, again, so we're on Apple Podcasts. Friend bread. Spreading bread. Where's the fucking bread? You got like your locks. It. Four locks. Share it. Subscribe it. Subscribe to it. Five star it. Leave a comment. Email. We had one comment already from like Nardog or something like that. Oh. He called me. Rude do do do. He called me tonight. Uh, he also sent the first email that we got. Oh. So thank you. Yeah. He's a uh, pro dartball player. Oh. So thank you for that feedback. As my nose is running. So yeah, subscribe. Uh, Android users, I'll get that. I'll get it to the podcast and the Android app. Email spreadandbread at gmail.com. Twitter at spreadandbread. Instagram at spreadandbread. We don't have a lot of Instagram followers. I'm kind of disappointed. Yeah. Go to Instagram because if we do an Instagram live, you're gonna have to be on Instagram live. You're gonna have to follow yep. us on Instagram yep. and do it that way. And 19 crimes, check it out. Yeah, and we don't have Facebook, so if we do a live show, it's gonna be on Instagram. Or can you do live? We can do a live show on Twitter, can't we? Uh, Periscope. Okay, I don't want to have to get all these accounts. Okay. Everyone just going, who doesn't have Instagram? Well, you do on Twitter, then Periscope would feed into Twitter. Whatever. Just let's do Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Everyone well, got Why wouldn't we do Facebook Live? I don't, I don't have it set up for I'd have to do it on my, fa- on my page. I could. I mean, I have more people following, I guess, but oh, there's a lot of people gotcha. that aren't on Facebook. Yes. I think there's yes. more, more people on Instagram that would probably be do Instagram before yeah. Facebook. Yeah. Okay. So get on Instagram. All and right. Get and follow at Spread and Bread. Peace out. All right. Good luck with uh, everyone's picks. Have a great week. Have a great, have a fantastic week. Great weekend. Great weekend. Good fall weather coming in here. It's going to be hot again tomorrow. It's going to be like 80 degrees tomorrow. That's good. Well, I know, but and it's going to cool. settle in. It's going to be good. Kill the freaking mosquitoes is what oh I want. Oh my God, they're awful. And uh, your choice of wine next week? I'll Yeah, I'll bring it. Um, and we'll be back. Yeah, so this will post. Well, whatever. You're, gonna, you're listening to this. It's already posted. So when you listen to screw it. Screw off. All right. Have a good week, everyone. Arrivederci, America.